Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking about how to score a deal on Black Friday. I've got my friend Courtney from over at Nerd Wallet. They are the Black Friday experts, and we're going to be dishing all of the information that you need to know to make sure that you get the best deal and that you actually get a deal because I don't know about you, but I have seen a lot of things lately where, you know, they advertise these Black Friday deals and in fact, they are actually not a deal, I should say. And you end up overpaying for an item where you thought you were getting this like stellar deal. So I just want to make sure that that does not happen to all you guys. And that when you get up on Friday morning or gosh, don't even go to sleep on Thanksgiving, right? And go out and hunt for the deal. You get the best one possible. for joining us on the podcast. I know this is a topic that millennials are going to be 
buzzing about. Black Friday is coming up. And so I think the first question, what I really want to start out is, you know, millennials are the generation. Obviously, we love to shop online. Um, And there's all of these reports out about, you know, are we getting good Black Friday deals or are we not? What's kind of your take on that? Well, thank you for having me and great questions. So obviously millennials are excited about Black Friday. I think like most people are. Um, And so at NerdWallet, we did our first ever consumer holiday shopping report. And so we looked into the way that different generations think about holiday shopping, the way they budget, the way they spend, the way they prepare. And what we found is millennials and kind of Americans in general aren't sure if they're getting the best deals on Black Friday, on Thanksgiving, and throughout the holiday season. So kind of astonishing, but 60% of millennials think that all calendar sales throughout the entire year are pretty much the same. Interesting. Wow. So I think there's a lot of confusion. And so retailers seem to kind of advertise their sales in much the same way. So it makes sense, I guess, that people can't tell the difference. What's a good sale, what's a good deal, and what's not. Um, So I think that makes it even more important going into something like Black Friday to be aware of this confusion and then know what to do to make yourself ready. So then how do they know if they're getting, is there a way to know if you're getting a good deal or not? I think it's tricky. There's no science to it. Um, But what we really recommend at NerdWall is kind of like anything in life, if you want to do something well, you have to put in the time. So it kind of sounds weird, but before you go shopping, you really have to do homework. So the best advice for something like Black Friday, instead of just going to the store and you see it looks like everything's on sale and you're just tempted to buy everything, um, you want to go in with a game plan. So let's say you know that you need a new laptop or you know that your sibling really wants, you know, a new tablet, whatever it may be, you want to research that particular item ahead of time. And it's best to get a general sense for its normal price. Because what we've seen is that retailers will say maybe something's 50% off, but the catch there is it wasn't really selling for that regular price before the sale price. So it might've been selling for only $20 more instead of half, you know, off. So The thing to keep in mind is what it normally sells for. And then when you look at the sale price, you have a better sense of, okay, well, that that is a good deal. That is quite a bit off from if I had bought it before. Or that kind of looks the same as the last sale I saw. And do do they do the retailers, you know, I mean, I've heard stories about how, uh, especially with Black Friday, like they monkey with the pricing. Um, so just like you said, you know, they may they may lower the price, but it's not actually 50 percent off or it's closer to the actual price than um, you'd think. You know, does that happen a lot? It's it does. Surprisingly and disappointingly, <laughs> it does. So two major things that we've kind of noticed. One is that it just, products don't usually sell for that regular price. So um, it may be the price that it's recommended to be sold at, but the retailer may never really sell it at that price. So the price before the Black Friday sale wasn't the regular price. It was generally maybe a different sale price. Um, And then the second thing is that regular price is usually the MSRP. So that's the manufacturer's suggested retail price. And that's usually very high, exorbitantly high. Um, So that's not something that it's usually ever sold for. Um, So the thing that retailers do here is they choose to list that MSRP instead of 
the previous price of the product to make you think that it's this huge percentage off when in reality it's only maybe a little bit down from what they generally sell it for. Um, so that's why I really recommend being leery when you see the 50% off across an entire department or something like that. Um, that's generally not you know, the case. And the other kind of catch is when they say 50% off maybe on select items, there may be one item that's 50% off and the rest are 40 or 30 or 20. So that's another thing to kind of keep in mind. Right. So right. you like fall in love with an item and then either you get up to check out or you do the online and then you realize it's not actually 50% off, but you've got to have it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then sometimes they'll have like a coupon and there's a lot of exclusions. So you're like, oh, you know, I can add 20% off the whole site. And then you add something that you really like to your cart and you're like, oh, it's excluded from the coupon. <laughs> yes. All of those tricks. I hate it. Um, yeah. So have you seen any trends for millennials as far as, you know, online shopping versus shopping in the store? Is there any inter interesting information about kind of those different buying trends? Yeah. So we asked a lot of different questions. And so one thing that's kind of interesting is millennials still split up their shopping. So um, they they take a combination technique of both in-store and online, which is, I think, a little surprising given that we kind of see this generation as so cyber-oriented and that we just assume they would go online. Um, and kind of similarly to that, of all the generations we looked at, so we looked at millennials, Gen Xers, and baby boomers, and we asked them how long they usually spend shopping on a day like Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and millennials were most likely to say they spent more time. Um, so this younger generation was more likely to spend over five hours um, when some of the others would spend under five hours. So that's kind of a, a good chunk of your time <laughs> to be spent towards shopping. So that's kind of interesting that millennials are out there looking for these deals and interested in these money-saving days. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I'm always preaching, you know, that you can have, um, you know, maybe not totally, but you can have the lifestyle that, you know, you want to live, but just do it smart financially. So find a different way around it, you know, find a deal or use credit card points or, you know, find some way to do it for less. So I think that's really interesting that, um, you know, millennials are spending more time looking for these deals. I love those tips. And something I think is encouraging that we found is on one hand, so last year, millennials were more likely to go over budget than other generations. But looking ahead to this year, they are estimating that they'll spend the least of any of the generations. So they may have learned from their over budgeting and they're setting more realistic budgets this year. So we found Americans overall are planning to spend 657 on gifts, where millennials in particular are around 499. Um, so a good chunk underneath what um, you know the average American is spending. So I think millennials are thinking a little you know smarter about their money and their holiday spending this year. Yeah, interesting. And I also there was another statistic in here that I thought was interesting. You know, and this is something that I I preach a lot about. Um, probably my listeners get a little bit tired of this, but. Um, you know, you talked about the reluctance in the survey, reluctance to use credit cards. And, you know, I always try and, and, and teach the audience that, you know, if you use a credit card responsibly and correctly, um, and you can get points and you pay it off and, you know, you use it like a debit card, really you have an advantage because there are so many great perks. But I still
still think it's interesting, you know, looking at the survey that, you know, so many millennials are still choosing, you know, debit or cash, which I think just really speaks to kind of the tone of the generation. I agree. Yeah. So it's interesting of all three generations, millennials are the most likely to say they're going to shop with cash this year. So I think they're making sure that they're paying with money they actually have instead of maybe racking up and then taking on debt and taking months to pay it off. Um, But as you mentioned, if you are making some of these major purchases and you do plan to pay it off right away, sometimes it can make sense to pay with a credit card and get that cash back um, and build your credit. Um, But I think, yeah, you point out a really interesting trend. And I don't think people would guess maybe that millennials are the most likely to use cash. It seems a little out there. Right, exactly. Um, So are there any, um, from your research, like, are there any um, kind of uh, areas that people would buy, products that people would buy that are maybe more advantageous on Black Friday, like electronics or is maybe clothing better? Are there any trends around those kinds of purchases? That's a great question. So we've done several years worth of research where we literally comb through these Black Friday ads. We try to find deals that are repeated every year. So maybe they're not the best, some deals that are new every year. Um, And what we've kind of found is it really is those doorbuster deals. Um, These are usually the ones you see on the front page of the ad. Those are really going to be your best bet. So they're generally limited to restricted quantities, a restricted period of time. And that's because, you know, the retailers can't afford to be giving everyone (laughs) these really great prices. Um, But it is on electronics, like, like you mentioned. So it's like the gaming consoles, the PlayStations, the Xboxes. Um, so all of those electronic items are usually a really good deal. The, the key here is because those are the most popular products going into the holiday season. And so, so many retailers are offering deals on the exact same product that they're forcing each other to offer a good price because when you have so many different stores competing and you know, you're trying to get consumers to come to your store, you want to make sure that you're offering a competitive price, a good deal. Um, so electronics are a really good bet. Another one is appliances. So things like refrigerators and washers and dryers, those are also really good on Black Friday. Um, clothing's a little more mediocre. We, we kind of find that there's some of these filler deals in Black Friday ads. So they want to make their ad look really long. And of course, once they get you in the store, they will be <laughs> To buy everything. <laughs> so um, bait and switch, bait and switch. <laughs> so they'll get you into the store. Maybe you see that Xbox and you have to have it. And so you line up outside of Walmart um, and then you get in the store and you see, oh, the home department's on sale and the clothing department's on sale and every department's on sale. Um, so you kind of feel tempted to get everything. Um, and that's where, you know, like we mentioned, making a list, setting a budget, being prepared mentally ahead of time can help you out. Yes, the mental is a big part. I actually got challenged a few years ago too that if that if I got up at, you know, whatever 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. or whatever craziness and went, you know, for the opening of a Black Friday sale that um, you know, I would have a I my husband's like, all right, I bet you won't go. And if you do go, you know, take a couple hundred bucks and buy whatever you want. So I love a good challenge. I'm like, of course, I'll get up, you know, and I waited in line, it was freezing, you know, and I'm thinking, what am I doing? You know, and I caught in the store. And even just the opening hours, it looked like a tornado had come through (laughs) the store. I mean, there was just stuff everywhere. I thought, how can I even know what to buy. You know, it was just crazy. So I think the mental part is a huge part of Black Friday that people just totally underestimate. 
I love that story. It's true. And I think, I think some people, especially if you're a novice to Black Friday, you kind of need to know what to expect. And it, it is craziness if you go in the store. There, there's hard to find a parking spot. You're in those long lines. You're literally fighting with people right up against you. Um, and a trend I'm seeing this year that is better, I think, to combat some of that is a lot of stores are bringing even their doorbusters online. So more and more before you literally had to go to the store to get some of the best deals. And now you can do it from the comfort of home. So on one hand, I think some people enjoy that experience and the you know tradition of going Black Friday shopping. But for maybe the rest of us who want the deals without all the trouble, um, it's good that you can actually go online this year. Yeah, exactly. And like, how early are you telling people to start like researching when they're start, you know, to build their budget? And should they be doing that now? Or can they not really find out, you know, what some of these deals are till maybe, you know, a little bit closer to Black Friday? You can definitely start now. So we've seen even, you know, the end of October, some of these Black Friday ads start leaking out. And so usually there's a new announcement almost every day, all the way up until Black Friday. So you can really start researching. The Staples ad just came out. We've seen JCPenney. We've seen Kohl's. Um, some of the big players in Black Friday are starting to release their ads. So you literally want to take the time and comb through some of these. Um, you want to compare between one store to the other. So what's Kohl's selling the activity tracker for and what is JCPenney selling it for. Um, and then also go over to the JCPenney website and see, well, what's it on sale for right now? What does it typically sell for? And is Black Friday really worth it for this item that I'm considering? Interesting. Yeah, I like that strategy. Um, this is awesome. So any other kind of last parting tips that you can think of? I think, um, yeah, Black Friday is worth it, um, depending on, you know, what kind of shopper you are. So if you really have some, you know, popular product that you want to give someone for Christmas, or maybe you just want it for yourself, um, it's really a good time. And I know, I think there's a lot of skeptics out there, but there are some great deals to be had. Um, and it just comes down to really planning and not getting carried away, um, knowing what you're looking for. And then just, you know, do your normal techniques that you would do throughout the year. So compare prices, you can download some of those price comparison apps where you literally just scan the barcode of a product and you'll see what it's selling for everywhere else. Um, and just, um, I also recommend bring the ad to the store with you. So just in case there's any discrepancy and they, you know, see a price that's different you can make sure you get the lower price, um, and get there when it starts too. If you, especially if you want a doorbuster last year, I saw some were limited in quantity to about four items per store. So wow. <laughs> If you really want really want something that's on the front page, you you have to put in the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like get get kind of, you know, your your boxing gloves on and your pad <laughs> pad it up so you can, you know, get yeah. that item. <laughs> Wear comfy shoes. You'll be doing lots of standing and walking. <laughs> it's like it's like a contact sport. <laughs> it so is. <laughs> so just out of curiosity, one last question. I know you're a retail and shopping expert there at NerdWallet. I, that is like such a fascinating job title. Tell me a little bit about about your job and kind of what it entails. Sure. Yeah, I think it's. I think my title just makes my job sound so fun because it is. So. Um, at NerdWallet, we're a personal finance website, so we are dedicated to bringing consumers clarity for all of life's financial decisions. And so we kind of cover everything from finding the right credit card for you to, you know, how to manage your holiday shopping. And that's where I come in. So, um, 
I, you know, look into sales and retail trends, things like Black Friday, and kind of do this research and help consumers figure out what's a good deal, how to find a good deal, is a product worth it for them, so we compare products and let you know if it's really, you know, the specifications you're looking for, if it's worth your time, if it's worth your money. Um, Yeah, and then around Black Friday, we try to help highlight the best deals, warn people of some of the lesser deals. Um, Yeah, and it's really fun because I get to look at (laughs) stores and prices and products all day long. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. So um, listeners can go over to NerdWallet and see some of this research? Definitely, yeah. So go to NerdWallet.com, and then um, we have a Black Friday headquarters. So we will have all those ad leaks I was talking about. If you want to see the Best Buy ad when it comes out, we'll have all those posted. We go through the ads for you, and we will highlight what the best deals are. We also tell you when all the sales start, when you have to be at the store, general tips. We have you entirely covered on Black Friday and then throughout your whole shopping, even past and you know throughout the whole year. All right, so head on over to NerdWallet. Check out their Black Friday Resource Center so that you can make sure that you're getting the best deal possible. And uh, tag me on Twitter at Game and Instagram, millennial underscore money. If you find an awesome deal, I want to know about it.